Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Mariah Martin is a certified pediatric sleep consultant through the Center for Pediatric Sleep Management and a postpartum doula. She has a degree in early childhood development and has worked with babies and toddlers in some capacity for over 20 years. She has always been passionate about helping families and feels that she has finally landed her dream job. Mariah supports families virtually and in person. She lives outside of Philadelphia with her partner and their blended family of three boys. Mariah, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Hi, Jane. Thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. I'm so glad you're here. So I wanted to talk to you about like sleep consulting and being a postpartum doula. When I first started Center for Pediatric Sleep Management, I never imagined that I would be training postpartum doulas. I thought that I was going to be training stay-at-home moms that were just sort of in search of a side hustle. But now we're several years in and our community is made up of so many postpartum professionals, doulas and newborn care specialists. Newborn care specialists. I'm wondering what's up with that? Why do you think that so many postpartum doulas are wanting to add sleep consulting to their resume? Well, I think it's so funny, first of all, that you just thought it would be stay-at-home moms with a side hustle, because as a postpartum doula, I have been looking for a sleep training program since I started becoming a postpartum doula, because, I mean, I was a nanny for 20 years, and that's the first thing people ask me about. How do I get them to sleep? What do I do when they're babies? What about I do about my toddler climbing out of bed? So for me, it was always about sleep. And then when I became a doula, it was like, this is like this perfect opportunity to get babies in good sleep habits right away. So that was like a no brainer for me. Yeah, Um, I guess for you guys, it's a no brainer for me. I didn't even realize, I mean, I have to be completely honest. I think, I don't know how many years ago, call it five years ago. I don't even know that I knew what a postpartum doula was five years ago. That's so common. Either did I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I I didn't even know that that was a profession. Um, And then once I got into this whole sleep world, I started to see that there was this whole infrastructure set up of women supporting families in varying capacities, right? I was doing it from like a very narrow tunnel, like sleep, sleep, sleep. And I think postpartum doulas are supporting families in a more sort of broad spectrum, right? But sleep is still a really big piece of that. And it sort of opened my eyes to there's this whole world out there, out there to support moms and parents who are struggling postpartum or just navigating postpartum, not even necessarily yeah, struggling. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that people say that they need to hire a sleep consultant or a postpartum doula when they're struggling. Like how about just right. getting support because right. we deserve that. Because it takes a village and Right. And we need to be the village that comes in and helps. Yeah. So I think let's break down a little bit more sort of how adding sleep consulting can benefit you as a postpartum doula. I would love, I mean, I, of course I can shoot out all the reasons for why I think it would be great, but I'd love to hear like from your perspective, how adding sleep consulting 
to your resume really impacted your postpartum doula business for the better? Well, I think, first of all, I can sell like a better package, not a bigger package. It's not like a financial thing. I mean, it is, but that wasn't my reasoning. My reasoning was I have this broader spectrum of knowledge. So I know from, I mean, I have a degree in child development. So my, I'm from conception to age eight is my expertise, but then adding in the whole doula training. Now I know in a newborn and mother care and family care, and then adding sleep, it just kind of made you better at your job. Yeah. It makes me better at my job, but also the knowledge is there. So when they, I feel like they, I bring more to the table so I can charge more hourly because I have a whole nother set of skills, but also, um, I don't, there's not a point where I go, I don't know. Now I'm like, oh, this is what we're going to do. You know? So I think it just brought, it made, gave me more confidence. It gave me more knowledge and I can help them from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of sleep. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. I, I know a lot of postpartum doulas that are sleep consultants, like, like the fact that they have repeat clients. So you're a doula for when they're small and then you're a sleep consultant for the, when they're older. And I haven't experienced that yet, but maybe it's just because I set them up for success at the beginning. And so I haven't had to bring them back in, but I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I, I think, think that's a really good so perk many, though. There's so many benefits. Um, you know, I think that the way that you articulate it, articulated, it was fabulous that, you know, it set you up to be better at your job, right? And when you're better Mm -hmm. at your job, then the end result is that you can charge a higher hourly rate, you can get jobs easier, you know, like when you have more confidence, when you go into an interview, and you're like, I know what I'm doing. I'm one of the best out there. Not only am I a postpartum doula, but I can get your baby to sleep. Like when you walk in with that sort of confidence to an interview, I mean, you're going to blow your competitors out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. I think you bring a bigger package. It's like being like when you're a doula and you're a um, breastfeeding or lactation counselor, counselor. right? Like that goes hand in hand too. I just have a different set of skills. So I think it's, it's really beneficial to, it has been really beneficial to my postpartum business. Yeah. And if you're not getting clients from your postpartum, like your postpartum doula families aren't hiring you down the road uh, as a sleep consultant, I think that that's one of two things. One, like you're just doing a really great job and they don't need (laughs) you later, which, which I think is super valuable. And that doesn't mean that you're not getting additional business. Like they may refer you to their friends. Correct. Need a sleep consultant, right? So like maybe that family doesn't need you again, but you set them up for success in the first 12 weeks. And now they're going to sing your praises to people who may hire you in the sleep consultant role. So I I think it might happen. It might be happening and you're not even realizing it or, you know, they just are, are you're getting business down the road in a different way than like the repeat client that you're imagining in your head. Um, And, and then, you know, the other thing is like down the road, you started this in what, 20, what did you say? 2020? Did you start 2020s when I joined? Okay. I started my class in December. Yeah. Right. So, you know, these little babies (laughs) that you were supporting at that time, 
Yeah. They're still what, like only two years old. They're little. Know, like, yeah, they're, they're still little. little. So there's like, still wait time. Till they, wait, <laughs> right, like wait till they're three and not staying in bed. Like you, you might well, have another six months to a year before you get those phone calls. Right. And I totally agree with that because before I did this course, I had no idea how to get babies to sleep. And I remember somebody calling me when I first signed up and said, I need help. And I was like, I don't know, come back to me in a couple months because I have no idea what to tell you, but I will know, excuse me, I will know soon. So come back to me. And she did. And so then I helped her then, but you're right. Like those babies before 2020, they're just toddlers now. Yeah. They're still, (laughs) they're still really little. It's not like they're, they're fully big kids yet. Uh, Let's talk about like the doula community a little bit. I, uh, I've loved getting to know the doula community again, a few years ago, I didn't even know what a doula was. And now I feel like I have 500 friends that are postpartum doulas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the doula community can sometimes be a little bit opinionated, right? And sometimes postpartum professionals have very strong opinions about sleep training. It's, it's a controversial topic. Have you come up against any colleagues who are really against the work that we do as sleep consultants? And if so, how are you navigating those conversations? I have found a lot of that. Um, I love that you're in all of those groups. I'm in a lot of postpartum doula groups. And I love when somebody says something and I go to say something and you already have, (laughs) because I think that there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I have somebody that was somebody I really admired as a postpartum doula. And she was kind of a mentor and she is very critical of sleep training. And it saddens me because I think that there's such a bad rap on sleep training. And I think that I know that like our community is really, really out there pushing like sleep training is not cried out. That is not what that equals. So getting that information out there that this is not, there's not just one way to sleep train and that it's not this detrimental thing. And that yes, of course, babies need to wake up. And yes, of course, babies are going to wake up but that doesn't mean that they can't fall back to sleep. So I think getting that information out there and I talk to a lot of doulas in my area who will contact me um, if they have clients that are struggling. And so they're very supportive and I'm constantly like, remember, this doesn't mean that like we can, we can do a gentle approach to sleep training. And even with newborns, it's not sleep training, it's sleep shaping. Like this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. And I think we just have to keep, reiterating that to yeah. people. I sort of like to take the, I, I'm sort of trying to take the power back with the language. You know, everybody's so afraid to right. say training and they like to say sleep shaping because it sounds yeah. nicer. And yeah. I honestly am totally cool with saying sleep training. Like, let's call it what it yeah. is. You know, potty training is not like potty shaping, right? Like, <laughs> we're just, we're just a good point. Like when you say potty training and you know, there are people out there now calling it potty learning and whatever, you know, like, uh, right. You can, you, our let's, listeners, let's can't not get crazy. Right now, <laughs> but, you know, like you can call it whatever you want, but all we're doing is we're supporting parents through the process of teaching their children how to do something in a new way, period, end of story, it's, you know? Right. It's another skill. And I think that's something that you reiterate a lot, that this is a skill. This is a skill like anything else. You're just teaching your child. You taught your child how to walk. You're just trying to teach them how to fall asleep. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So taking that back is 
taking it back, I think is really important. I also think there's a lot of irony, you know, with doulas, the whole idea, correct me if I'm wrong, about like offering support as a doula is that you're providing information and support, right? Like that's what being a doula is. Right. And right. and that's actually what being a sleep consultant is too. It's sort of very much the same thing. Um, so I find it really interesting when there are these sort of like uh, very opinionated, sometimes closed-minded postpartum professionals that are not willing to support parents in a way that they right. want to be supported, you know? Right. Um, and, and one of the things that I work really hard to do within Center for Pediatric Sleep Management and, you know, with our community is to encourage our students and graduates to support families in a way that feels safe and comfortable for them, right? There's no right. one size fits all approach to parenting. There's no one size fits all approach to sleep consulting. And, you know, these parents deserve to get the type of support that they are looking for. Now, sometimes I'm not the right fit, right? If a parent right. wants to improve sleep, but to continue to bed share with their infant, uh, I follow AAP safe sleep guidelines. So I'm not the right fit for them. That being said, I refer those cases out all the time to professionals that are willing to support that right. type of parenting. And that's totally fine. Right. So I think that um, all the sort of like anger and nastiness and drama that comes out on this topic is upsetting and silly. And, you know, totally I don't know, I like necessary. to surround myself with, with doulas that are open minded <laughs> yeah. and just willing to support families in a way that that works. For yeah, family. yeah. And I think that you're right that like, as a doula, I am educating and supporting. So as a sleep consultant, that's what I'm doing. And I like to say, I meet my parents where they are. Like, what are you doing? Where do you want to be? Like, let's and I do that as a doula and as a sleep consultant, you know, as a doula, I walk in every day. And I say, what do you need today? Do you need a shower? Do you need a nap? Do you need to tell me about your birth story? For the fourth time? What do you need? Like, I, I spend that. a lot of time talking about restaurants in New York. I've noticed that seems to be a key thing lately, but you know, sometimes they just need me to talk. And then there's other points that are just straight education. So I, I do what they need me to do. And as a sleep consultant, I do the same thing. Like, what do you need? Let's figure it out. Yeah. What are your goals? Where do you, where do you want to be right. in? Yeah. I'm not trying to weeks, like change month, somebody's entire yeah parenting philosophy. Like that's not my goal. My goal is to figure out what your philosophy is and then let me help you figure out how to make your goals happen. Love that. I love that. I'm wondering what your business looked like before you were a sleep consultant and what it looks like now. Um, are you getting different types of postpartum clients because you're a sleep consultant? Are you supporting your postpartum clients? in a new way with this newfound education, how is, how is becoming a sleep consultant changed the way that you both, I guess, find clients and support families? So I think that it's changed a lot because I'm way more confident because as a doula, I've, I've been with babies for so long and toddlers for so long, like my whole adult life that it's like second nature to me. Like I don't, sometimes I forget to tell people like simple things because I just think that they already know that. And so that to me was like, it was like, no, <laughs> my doula stuff I kind of already knew, 
but the sleep stuff is all new to me. So then it gave me like this whole new set of skills that I became so confident about that I was like, oh, now I can teach you all of these things. And it made me more aware of breaking things down. So not every parent knows how to change a diaper or how to give a baby a bath. Not every parent knows when to put their baby down for a nap and when to hold them. Like, so I had this whole new set of skills. So I got a lot more confident. And I think coming out of being a nanny and into a doula, I was still kind of taking those kind of hybrid doula nanny roles where I would stay for three months, which was great, but it became a nanny job. And now I'm more precise on like what my weeks are, what my time is. And so it's kind of like made me more of a professional, if you will. <laughs> like I feel like, okay, I will come into your house for eight weeks and then I'm going to go and you are going to be great. So <laughs> I always I say I work that. myself out of a job. So I love like that. that's, that's kind of where I'm, I carry myself more as a professional now. I think of myself as more of a professional. And I think that comes across in my performance, you know, at, yeah. at my work. So I think it takes a lot of confidence to want to always be working yourself out of a job, right? Because yeah. especially when you're in when you're in a field where, you know, nannies are getting a new job every two, three, four, five years, but postpartum yeah. doulas are picking up a new job every six, eight, weeks. 10, 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And, and if you're not really fully confident in the work that you're doing at this in the service that you're providing and the value that you're offering these families, it can feel easier to find something cushy and just stay. Yeah, definitely. And that was something that I did before. And I kind of jumped in with both feet with my doula business and my sleep consulting business that I was like, okay, I'm not taking any more nanny jobs. I'm just going to do this, which is sometimes totally terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I'm really proud of you for doing that. I'm wondering, are you doing any in-home sleep training or is all of your sleep support virtual? It's been all virtual. I've had a couple people reach out to me about in-home and I just haven't figured out how that works yet because I don't do overnight support for my doula business very often. I've had a couple of clients that I have done that for, but it's, it's too hard on me. So then I think, well, how am I going to do it <laughs> as a sleep consultant? But it's something I would totally do if I could kind of figure out like how I would model that and what my strategy would be. Yeah. So you and I might have to talk about that offline, but I like, yeah, I like that you said that you're not doing overnight postpartum doula work so much because that's hard for you. It doesn't, it would be hard for me too. I yeah. mean, shout out to Too all old. of the ladies <laughs> yeah, that are working know. overnight. I don't know how Definitely. anybody does it. It's really, really hard. So I think, I think it's amazing that you've built a business doing daytime postpartum doula work. That's really impressive because I think a lot of families really do seek that overnight support. So good for you for doing daytime work and good for you for recognizing that maybe you're not a candidate for overnight work sleep training, you know, that I wouldn't be. Yeah. Either, so I get it. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. And I would love to know how people are setting it up and doing it. And I know we've talked in our community a lot about it, but I'm still not sure how it looks. But yeah. it's so definitely something that I would be one interested of in. One of is doing something really interesting where she's sort of doing a hybrid model where she does like two or three nights in home 
And then she pivots to virtual. So she sort of like gets them through those first couple of days um, overnight. And then she just moves to virtual support, which I think is really smart because, you know, it's maybe not necessary to be somewhere overnight for a week or two, just like the first two or three days. And And I think it's so important to teach the parents how to do it. So not doing it for them. Yeah. So I think a couple nights you're like, this is how we do it. And then they do it. That's a good model to do. Yeah. And actually, I think that's an interesting (laughs) point to bring up. I get asked from time to time if I will do in-home sleep training and I don't. And one thing that I always tell parents, and this is not to undermine those who are doing in-home sleep training. Look, I mean, however, parents, again, however, parents want to be supported, I think that they should get the type of support that they're looking for. But I do think that there is such incredible value to supporting a parent through the process of supporting their child, rather than me coming in and sleep training a baby. Right, right. right. Um, I think that it's so much more long lasting to give the parents the tools and, and I actually asked one of our, we did, uh, I did a podcast episode on this topic of like supporting families in home. And I asked the person who does this, well, like, how do you feel about that? Because I, I know that she values teaching the parents so the parent can right. teach the child. And yet she's still doing a lot of in-home sleep training. And her response was like, you know, some of these parents, they're just not willing to do it. So like, right. Either, either right. I come in and do it or it doesn't get or it done, doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah and and that's that was a valid point. That's such a key part of like what we're saying, what we do in our community, like she's supporting them where they are, you know, she's saying, okay, well, if you're not going to do it, I will do it for you. you." Exactly. Uh, Let's get back to the business building piece of all of this. Uh, Not too long ago, you hired a coach, you hired Allison Henderson, who's been on this podcast. She's one of my favorite people. She's a CPSM contributor. I'm wondering why you ultimately decided to go out and hire a coach? And what did you gain from that experience? I was not looking to hire a coach at all, because I didn't think that that was, you know, something that I could do in my business at the time. But when you meet Allison, she's my favorite person ever. And you just have to like, you want to be in her limelight all the time. So, you know, it was kind of a no brainer. I reached out to a couple of our in our community, a couple of people in our community that had worked with her, and they all said she's the best. So I did it, and it was great. I learned. I think most of my confidence comes from her. I know a lot about babies, but I know nothing about Instagram, <laughs> nothing. So she gave me the words that I needed on a sales call. She you know, gave me the confidence to close a deal and to reach out to people and to talk to people in my community, you know, so like that really built my business. And, and she's just her energy is so amazing that you just want to replicate that in your own life. You know, she's just like, of course, you can do it. Why? Why would you even think you can't do it? And you're like, I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I love Allison to death. Um, She actually it's interesting. You were saying like, she gives you the words for a sales call. She tells you, right. you know, the interesting thing is Allison, for those listening and who aren't enrolled in CPSM, 
Allison does a training inside of CPSM. It's like an hour long training. It's specifically for sleep consultants. It literally has everything that Mariah is talking about right yeah. now. Like it's all actually in the course. Um, yeah. But, but I think that there's still huge value in getting that sort of one-on-one support if you Absolutely. need that that limelight shining on you, right? And absolutely, I think you, you needed that. You had all of the tools uh, that you needed. There were there was nothing being hidden from you, but you were in need of like a confidence boost. You were in. Totally. You needed somebody to tell you, like, yeah, you already have all of the tools. Now you just need to get out there and use them, right? Right. And I think that that's what Allison did for you. I think that she totally showed you that like you already knew everything you needed to know you were already a master at your craft you were already really good at what you were doing and you just needed to get out there and talk to people about it and she helped to make you brave enough to do that right and I struggle a lot with trying to figure out what to say like the initial part I struggle with like how do I create this conversation or how do I reach out to a local daycare or how how do I put myself out there because I'm really an outgoing person, but I'm really timid on like making that first move. So she really was like, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> get <go>. <laughs> <I'm> like yeah. okay. <laughs> so it really did. It really helped me. It really gave me the confidence. And, you know, after her course, I had my best couple months ever, you know, I had 12 clients in one month, which has like been my my best so far. And it was like one after another and after another. And I wrote to her and I was like, look at what I just did. And I feel, I listen to myself on sales calls or like my, you know, we call them discovery calls, but yeah, whatever you want I listen to myself and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm confident. Like these parents are hiring me because they're like, she knows what she's doing. So it really, and I had it in me, but like you said, like she just brought it out and refined it for me. So I love that. I'm all for, you know, (laughs) within CBSM, I'm really committed to, uh, you know, I always say I place a very heavy emphasis on business building and entrepreneurship because being a sleep consultant is all well and good. But if you don't know how to get out there and talk to people, if you don't know how to connect with your prospective clients, then like you're not going to have any business. And then, and then you have this huge skill set that's for nothing. Right. So I, I really do place a really heavy emphasis on the business piece, but I think that there's something to be said for getting that one-on-one support from a coach. If you're the type of person that, that benefits from that accountability and support, just like it's exactly what right. we are offering to our clients, right? Leaf consultants, right? Right. Um, it's interesting. Actually, ever since I got into this business, I have been more apt to like hire out support for myself, right? Like I've hired health coaches, I've hired all sorts right. of um, accountability and support type people for myself. Once I became a sleep consultant, because I saw, okay, I'm giving this support to my clients, it's hugely valuable, I'm getting them a transformation. I need right. to go out and find someone to help me right. with the transformation. Right. 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 And that was totally my thing too, because I kept thinking, I ask all these parents, it's a big investment to be, a, you know, to have a sleep consultant. So I'm asking these parents to invest in me, I'm like invest in yourself. Like, yeah. You know, Allison's program taught me not only all my confidence and everything, but how to do Instagram, like how to do a reel and how to post and how to get all that stuff. Because 
I didn't know. I've been a nanny my whole life. This whole computer thing is not my thing. So, yeah. you know, I had to learn all of that. And so I'm, you know, it was finally like invest in yourself. Yeah. And Let's I really do this, think it you know, all boils down to the confidence piece because, you know, you felt like you needed to learn Instagram. You actually didn't need to learn Instagram. <laughs> You didn't like you could have built a successful business without Instagram. We have plenty of people doing that, but in your mind, you felt like you needed that. That, And instead of being sad that you couldn't do it or frustrated with yourself that you didn't know what button to push and what, how to find the song and how to do this and how to do that. You just like went out and you got the support that you needed. And, and again, I think it all boils down to the confidence because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're doing it on reels or you're doing it by calling a local daycare, you just needed the confidence that you were capable of getting out there and telling the world that you exist, which is what right. I think Allison taught you. Right, right. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> she really is. So I, I think of the entrepreneurial journey as being like a bunch of ups and downs, right? I know you've been through them. I've been through them. Sometimes we're sort of on the top of the world and other times we're crashing and burning for lack of a better way of saying we've all been there. Right. Um, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share something that felt really hard in your business and then maybe follow it up with a big win. So, you know, like I was just saying, like the whole social media aspect of it felt hard and to leave like a whole, you know, guaranteed paycheck, you know, as a nanny um, to just kind of wing it for a while was hard. And, you know, I always say, and I know that most doulas say, this business is feast or famine. Like you are either riding high and you're like, I don't have enough room for everybody. Or you're like, I don't know who, (laughs) I don't have a job next week. You know, so that I think is a really hard part. Um, It's hard to, to adapt to that, but it always comes, you know, and I think that I know how now, which I didn't with my doula business, but as I've grown over the last year, I know how like to go out and pluck up a job. You know, I'm in all the mommy groups and I'm in all the, you know, all the doula groups. And so I can see like where the jobs are and I can have a job tomorrow if I want one. So I think that it is hard in this business to kind of trust in yourself and trust in the whole process, but I'm doing exactly what I was meant to be doing. And that is something that I totally take comfort in every day. Like I just finished two postpartum jobs this week. And so I was kind of panicky. And then I was like, you know, it, it will just come because, and I have two sleep consultant clients coming. So, so I was just going to say that. So just I, what I've noticed, what I've noticed with my postpartum doulas that are enrolled in CPSM and who are a part of our community. Um, what I'm noticing is that sleep consulting is sort of filling the gaps in their mm-hmm. postpartum doula work. So hopefully you're not feeling that feast or famine so much anymore, because if you are in between jobs and you're supporting two families, right. Postpartum is in sleep consulting. Sleep. That's sort of like, it, it sort of carries you it over. It balances it. Yes, totally. And that's what I was going to say. Like it's, feast or famine with like my doula work with sleep it just keeps me afloat and it keeps coming and eventually I would like to be doing totally sleep clients and kind of phase out my 
postpartum clients and I love them. And I just finished with a client that has a brand new baby, you know, he's 10 weeks now, but they had never really been around babies. And those are my favorite clients. Like first child, we have no idea, teach us everything, you know, and I love it. But then when I'm out of it, I'm like, I'm just going to do sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I think having, I would like to do sleep and then sprinkle in some postpartum as opposed to the other way around. That's my goal. Are you finding that um, now that you have sleep consulting in your mix, that it's positioning you to be more choosy with the jobs that you're taking as a postpartum doula, because you're not feeling that feast or famine as much? Like if you meet with a family and you're like, "Eh, I'm not sure about them. Like, I'm not sure this is the greatest fit. Two years ago, you have taken the job and now maybe you're like, I'm not going to take this job. Yeah. And I can refer them out because I, you know, before, like you said, I think that doula work is, it's like dating. It's like, there has to be good chemistry. You know, you have to fit well with, because you're in their home. So yeah, I think there were times that I was like, I'm just going to take this job because I need a job. And now I can be more choosy and be like, this is not a good fit for me. So I'm going to refer them to somebody else, but I'm, I'm consistent with my sleep consulting. So what an amazing feeling to be in that position. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's huge and it's where I've kind of always wanted to be. So yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy it. for you. I'm really happy for you. I'm wondering if you have any big goals or small goals um, for the next six months, a year, two years, five years, where do you want to be? I mean, I, I know you said you want to be doing maybe more sleep and less in homework. Is that right? Any other sort of yeah. big goals for your business? Yeah, I would like to be doing solely sleep consulting and I would like to buy a house. So that's kind of where our goal is now is that, you know, I, I do okay. I, you know, I make good money, but I, I don't contribute as much as I would like to. So that's kind of my goal is to like contribute more to a house. So, um, I feel like my name is really getting out there now and I've been, I never had to look for a nanny job. I was always referred and somebody was always like, oh, you've got to get Mariah like as your nanny. And so I want that as, you know, as my, as a sleep consultant and it's starting to like, people are referring to me out a lot. And so I just hope it keeps growing and I would like, you know, I'm going to hit that 12 again. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's such a good feeling when I remember it happened for me somewhere between six months to a year of being in business where I really felt like I wasn't out there pounding the virtual pavement anymore. I wasn't hustling. I was just every day I'd get an email or a text message or a phone call from somebody who got my name. Yeah, from a friend or you know, their old college roommate or their sister-in-law. Um, right. You know, and that's the best because right. those families are sort of, they already trust you and we're already vetted, right? Like uh, it's, it's just an easier right. transition to work with somebody that you have that mutual connection with already. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's starting, it's starting to get there and it's so fun to like wake up in the morning and get on Facebook and three people have, you know, tagged me in a post. So like, you're like, Oh, thanks. (laughs) It's fabulous when your business starts to sort of work for you, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely is like, I love that I wake up sometimes 
you know, four o'clock in the morning. Well, I don't wake up at four o'clock in the morning, but I often get emails at four o'clock yeah. in the morning. <laughs> I get a lot of those emails. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's very, you know, people will say to me, like, I'm so sorry for the middle of the night email. Right. I'm like, I get them every single day. Right, right. I get a lot um, of Instagram um, posts at like two in the morning. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, these families are reaching out and, and it's not like a completely cold reach out. It's, you know, I got your name from so-and-so or somebody tagged you here or whatever. And that's the best feeling. And once it that is. starts to happen, you know, I think consulting businesses, whether it be sleep consulting or anything else, it's all referral based. So once yeah. you really get your name out there, it just sort of churns, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm noticing that as much as I thought it was like, you know, me leaving flyers somewhere or me dropping a business card, it's not, I don't get no. those clients. I get the clients from Instagram and from word of mouth, you know, those 12 clients that I got in that month, they were from one person who just kept telling her friends. And it just like, I think everybody in Northern Jersey is sleeping fine now. Because, yeah, you know. I call them, I call them super spreaders, right? They're yeah, like, exactly. It's like, thank yeah. you. I have a few of so, those as well. I have a handful of clients that I supported years ago at this point that still continue to tell everybody they know about me. And that's, that's so those great. relationships that keep your business afloat. And, yeah, you know, we're yeah. all so grateful for that. Yeah. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So exactly. Exactly. So before yeah. we wrap up, where can everybody find you? I want people to check you out on Instagram now that you know how to do yeah. reels and <laughs> yeah. you're, you know, you're out there doing it. So where, where can everybody I'm getting find there. you? Yeah. Um, I'm at Mariah Martin Sleep Consultant on Instagram. And my website is mariahmartinpostpartumdoula.com. Perfect. I will put that all in the show notes. I hope everybody listening will go follow you on social media and check out your yes, website. Please. And Congrats on your success and thank, thank you for you. chatting with me today. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.